My name is Kelly Clem. I'm district superintendent in the Northwest District of the North Alabama Conference. Well, Easter's here. Have you heard or spoken the words, hallelujah, praise be to God, the tomb is empty, Christ is risen. Does your spirit feel lighter now that Easter is here? I hope your church was as full as it could safely be this year because it's no wonder that people are drawn to the church on Easter. The mood is uplifting, hopeful, music's big. The message is the most important message for the world to hear. That's how it is with God's love once you've experienced it, as the song Pass It On goes. What is it about Easter that lightens our spirits? I think about Easter, my first thought takes me back to the Easter sunrise service in 1994 at Goshen United Methodist Church. But there's a Palm Sunday story that goes a week before that. On March 27th, Palm Sunday of 1994, the church I served called Goshen United Methodist Church was excited about a choral drama we had planned, which included children, youth, and adults, and the whole choir. It was such a big drama. Practically half the congregation was in it, but the church was packed, and many were wearing costumes as we sang and told the story of Holy Week. I had both our two-year-old daughter, Sarah, and our four-year-old daughter, Hannah, in tow with me when we did the dress rehearsal before Sunday school that day, and Hannah was just fascinated with the scene of the crowd yelling as Jesus came through. It was then that she turned to me and said, I want to be in the story. She saw herself as part of the story of Jesus, and she wanted to wave a palm branch and wear a costume. So during Sunday school, I ran to the parsonage next door, found some fabric and got some scissors and made a little robe for her to wear and a matching scarf that I would wear so she could participate. Well, halfway through the service, a massive tornado dropped down close to the church, pulled the roof off, and as it landed back on the sanctuary, the two side walls collapsed on top of our sanctuary. When the impact was over, 20 people were dead, including our own daughter, Hannah. I wish I could write a book about all those beautiful lives that ended in the crash of our sanctuary. That day, Palm Sunday, and many, many more days were full of unspeakable grief. We lived under a dark cloud of sadness and brokenness and regrets and physical pain. In my dreams, the colors were gray and the scraping sounds of cinder blocks being moved off the bodies of our church members were the actions I kept reliving. And then one night of Holy Week, I had a dream with all that gray and dark and scraping noise, and we were right in the middle of the rubble of our sanctuary. I was actually on the edge of it, and I looked to the middle of the sanctuary where there were children wearing their Easter pastel colors, and there was this bright, unusually green patch of grass that they danced on and around, and they played It was a glimpse of heaven. This year's lectionary for Easter is full of a number of scripture lessons with important facets of the story of Easter. 
Mark 16 begins with the story of the women who went to the tomb to anoint Jesus' body for burial and found the tomb empty. While they were afraid, they ran and told the amazing news. The first evangelists. Jesus is alive. Our scripture lesson from Acts, which was written to tell the story of the birth and the spread of the Christian church, and in this passage is Peter's short but to the point sermon, Acts 10.34, about the good news of the death and resurrection of Jesus, and the good news that the good news of Jesus Christ is extended to all people. And then we have the reading from Romans 6 which is about the resurrection of Jesus and the power of his resurrection in our own lives. We're reminded that resurrection is our hope, a promise to those who trust in Jesus. If we die with Christ, we will live with Christ. Now, maybe it sounds kind of strange, but it really helped me that we were in the middle of telling the story of the suffering of Jesus and that the next week we would get to proclaim the victory of Easter. Back in 1994, was not easy, but it truly was helpful. See, we were living in the story from Palm Sunday to Easter. So now let's skip ahead to Easter Sunday. It was dark. We had planned a sunrise service. The congregation had wanted to do it this way, with folding chairs set up and facing the rubble of what was once our sanctuary. Members and friends of our congregation returned to the scene we'd all like to think was just a bad dream. The interplay of deep sadness with the good news of Jesus Christ were juxtaposed in the same place in the parking lot of our church. Yes, it was dark in many ways that morning. But we all knew why we were there, to proclaim the light, to look for the light, the hope, the Easter message of our faith in the God who brought Jesus from death to life and who offers us the same hope. I thought about how all week long after that tragic Palm Sunday, all I knew was that our congregation just had to figure out a way to come together and witness to the world, but mostly just to remind ourselves the good news of the resurrection of Jesus on Easter Sunday. I knew all these facets from the passages of Scripture that we read on Easter Sunday. Our congregation did, too. And down to the youngest, in, in all of our own ways, we knew the Easter message. We're Easter people, after all. <laughs> to Hannah, God was a friend she could talk to, a playmate she could toss a ball to, and God might catch it if she threw it high enough a reachable presence she thought she could swing up to and reach. We can know all these things in our heads, all these facets of the story of Christ, resurrection, the Easter message, the hopeful message, and even in the depths of our hearts. But that doesn't make the pain any easier. So on that dark Easter morning, I kept flashing those scenes in my mind. Hannah talking to God through the window. Hannah being fascinated about God and wondering how many heads God had in order to be able to listen to every prayer. And that simple trust that God was a good companion. 
and his love for rainbows. And even my dream with color only in the center of the sanctuary where children played and danced and sang with such joy and innocence. So the service begins early in the morning. Of course, cameras are rolling and afterwards reporters are sharing the story of our church. I remember one interview after the service when a reporter just point blank asked me about what the service meant to me. And do you know what I said? I tried to talk about it, but all I could say was, the sun rose. <laughs> what an obtuse sounding statement for the press. But it wasn't for the press. It was for me. See, it was a message that God had whispered into the depth of my soul. That sunrise was a message of hope that God is with us. Just like that message that the women who had just lost someone precious to them and went to the tomb to prepare his body for burial only to discover that Jesus had risen. That message that they went running and shouting to the disciples and anyone else who would listen. Hallelujah. Death doesn't have the last word. Hallelujah. God doesn't cause tornadoes, but God is with us. God never leaves us through the storms of life. Hallelujah. God's bigger than me. And God's arms are big enough to hold us all. I mean, all. Hallelujah. The sun rose that Easter Sunday as we faced the disastrous and deadly destruction of our church. And the sun has risen every day since. And the sun will rise every day, even after I'm dead and gone. Easter people, this is our story to tell. Like the women telling it with thrill and excitement. Like Peter reminding us that the good news is for everyone. God's kingdom is for all. And in fact, for every day, if we're to remember that Avery and Marsh song, every morning's Easter morning from now on, every day's Resurrection Day, the past is over and gone. Goodbye, guilt. Goodbye, fear. Good riddance. Hello, Lord. Hello, Son. I'm one of the Easter people. My new life has begun. Happy Easter, friends, this week and next week and every day that the sun rises. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. Pass it on. Let us pray. Thanks for the sunrise today, God. One more day to live. One more day to grow deeper in your love for me and mine for you. One more day to tell or show someone else the good news of resurrected life in Jesus Christ. One more day to lift my hands in praise to you, creator of the earth, the galaxy, the universe, and creator of me and the beautiful people in my orbit. Thank you for the sunrise today. Amen.